people today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. So tell me, have you ever thought of the phrase dream together? This is something that our uh, Matt and I's marriage counselors asked us to do. They dared us to do this because we were coming up to this uh, fork in the road, if you will, where uh, things were really growing with what I was doing. I was having a hard time managing a lot of it kind of as on my own, like I had a team, but a lot of it um, required me to travel and required me to be seemingly in two places at once and was coming up on a book tour later in the year. And there was just so much going on. And my husband was kind of at one of those those decision points in his job where he had to say, hey, you know, do I want to try to climb this ladder and this corporate ladder? Is there upward momentum there? Would that require us to move? Like, what does that look like? And how can I make the best decision there? Uh, Or is it best for me to join forces with my wife and kind of pursue an entrepreneurial journey together as that had been something we had begun to dream of? And you'll hear more about that in today's episode. But we get a lot of questions about what was the decision uh, and the story behind choosing to work together? How did that work financially? How were you able able to do that with insurance? Um, How did you know that was the right decision? And what did that practically look like when you sat down and kind of had this dream together uh, workshop, if you will, or meeting? And how did that decision really come to be? And also, what's that been like? And how does that function? And how do you not (laughs) get on each other's nerves and all of those questions that I think are so important to understand? So if you've ever, if you've ever, you know, thought about or dreamed about working with your spouse or your significant other, or if you currently are, we are serving up our best advice in this episode, not only sharing the decision-making process, especially if you're in that season, uh, but also kind of trying to serve as mentors, uh, as as friends. If we were sitting in a living room or in a kitchen with you and you and your your significant other were thinking about trying to work together, uh, what we would tell you from now the past year, almost full year of doing this, and what we've learned, because it's so fresh in our minds, it's been a huge year of developing roles and setting expectations and working on creating systems and uh, building other small businesses that have nothing to do with this podcast, you know, so um, just so that you can, we wanted to share it now before it's like, oh, five years ago, we did that. It's like, this has been really fresh in our minds and we do receive a lot of questions about it. And so we thought, uh, why not now? Why not get together and share a little bit of our experience and how we can work better together as couples? Um, even if you don't necessarily run a business together, maybe your dynamic is different. Maybe, you know, maybe you have an Instagram husband and like, go girl, you know, no, I'm kidding. But maybe, you know, maybe your husband helps you part-time in your photography business. Maybe he second shoots for you now and then, but he has his own job, right? Or maybe your husband just takes your Instagram photos on the weekend and he also has his own business or his own job or Maybe you help support him in his uh, insurance, you know, career or whatever it is. Maybe it's a different dynamic. That's not necessarily that you're working on a full time business together, uh, but in many ways and in many capacities, we as as couples have to work together. Uh, we have to work together not only in you know life or our homes or the projects we take on, but also in our careers. Either whether that's one is kind of chasing the career and the other is kind of playing the support role or is kind of in that support on the support side of things, or two are equal partners and building something together when it comes to a business or, you know, one's really building a business or a career and the other ones with, you know, supporting and kind of holding down the fort at home. It, there's different dynamics to what it looks like to work together and to dream together. And so I, I don't want to, you know, exclude you if you're like, well, we don't have a business together, but because, because the reality is like, you still have to work together. And so our goal is through sharing our own experience, uh, with the business side of things, with the kind of, uh, entrepreneurial ventures that we've had now over the last year, 
and what that looks like together. Uh, you know, I also really believe that this is going to bless your life and challenge you and offer you a lot of uh, wisdom and, uh, well, maybe not wisdom. We're not that wise yet, but <laughs> it'll offer you a lot of value and insight on what it looks like to work well together, what it looks like to not work well together, um, and lessons we've learned and hopefully some things that you can apply and take away and, and implement into your own relationship, into your own working relationship or one or the other. So Without further ado, here's my conversation with my hubby. Uh, we are going to dive into all things working and dreaming together. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Yes, we are. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Welcome back. <laughs> Thanks, hon. I think we need to do this more is kind of what I've decided. Yeah. What's uh What's going on in the Dooley household? I feel like we should give a little bit of an update since it's been so long since you've hung out with me on the microphone. <laughs> Gosh. Um. Well, like this episode is talking about, we've been working together for eight months now. I think it's been more than that if you really think about it, but especially by the time this goes well, out. Well, I mean, it's been... <laughs> it's been almost a year. Yeah, yeah, almost a year since I left my job. Yeah, and to work with you I think full-time. a very, very important update that we need to talk about is the fact that we got rid of the chickens. Yeah. I don't think we've actually shared that publicly. I know. Let's I know. let's tell that story. We're going to have to change is... that in your bio. You're no longer a chicken farmer. <laughs> On the bio that they read when I go speak places, they're <laughs> like, she and her husband uh, raise chickens in their free time. And then the last like month or so, I've had to be like, well, that's actually not true anymore. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, tell the story why we did that because the chickens were a great a great idea, but what I, I I guess you share this. So this this summer has been insane, really. The last like right, six months have been insane. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Since right before the book launch, mm-hmm. um, we have been traveling. I feel like there's been one time since April April that we've been home for more than two weeks at a time Mm -hmm. and we're just i mean we it's awesome i I don't want to like complain but we have just we're coming off a long long stretch of travel so like right off the bat you know we did nine cities in 10 days and then did another six for the book tour over the summer plus like a bunch of meetings and like and personal trips went out to arizona for my brother wedding oh yeah yeah so we drove out um, which i will never do again also by the way we need to have a marriage conversation really quick uh but we'll we'll, because my mom who was visiting the other day she was here and she's like so i hear you're driving out to arizona for christmas and you're gonna be there for four weeks and i was like i have not heard such a thing so what okay where did she get that i don't know she said our neighbor told her so i thought maybe you told the neighbor (laughs) i said i said i will never drive out there again (laughs) I said, I don't we may, care. We what may this fly is. out there and stay for a little while. Yeah, but we're not doing that. But that drive's the... not that bad. Oh, you you don't you did not drive one minute. I of did the not trip. drive one minute. Now I don't know miserable. what you're complaining about. <laughs> I'm the one who has to stay focused. I... You can be playing like uh, words with friends on your phone. <laughs> words with friends, Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, Candy Crush. What is this? 2011. <laughs> no, but what I was saying was. I was shocked when I heard that news and I was like, I hope that didn't come from Matt. So I don't know where our neighbor got that idea. Did you yeah. ever tell her that? I mean, I told her that we might spend some time in Arizona Maybe this year. Maybe she thought we would drive A little then. bit ex- of an extended New Year's vacation. Yeah, but we're not We're not driving. No way. What are we going to do with Hoosier? Can we ship him? <laughs> do they have a ship your dog service? Stuff him in a box. <laughs> He's going to have to stay here with the family. You know what? You can you can fly. I will drive with Hoosier. No, 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 no. Okay, wait. We need to come back to the chicken conversation. We're like going down a rabbit hole really Yeah, quick. so precisely with all the travel <laughs> that we've been doing, literally our neighbors were... <laughs> caring for uh, our chickens. Yeah, caring for our chickens more than we were. Yeah. And oddly enough, they moved. So yeah. maybe that was the thing. They're like, we don't want to be... We didn't sign up to be chicken farmers. We're getting out of here. <laughs> So ironically or funny, we have neighbors a couple of doors down who have like this big farm. They have like a little, they have like a little miniature different, donkey, different neighbors, different neighbors. And they also have I a think ton it's of just chickens. A re- it's just a regular donkey. It's a regular donkey. Are you sure? Yeah. It's not miniature. Aren't all donkeys miniature? No, she's just little. Oh, 
Well, whatever. They have a donkey <laughs> and they also have chickens and whatnot. So we, originally when we got the chickens, I was more resistant to the chicken idea just because I was like, this is just another thing to manage. But at the same time, I was like, eggs, eh, we'll try it. Makes I'm, for a fun story. I managed it. He he did. Again, I was, complained about things that I don't have anything to do with. While, this was while <laughs> the she, driving, she the just chickens. reaps the benefits of all the eggs. Um, no, this is this is While, while I play Candy Crush in the, driver, yeah. in the passenger seat. <laughs> This, th- this is back when I was working at my um, other job. Mm-hmm. And so I would come home and I would have a little bit of time. And so, I, you know, chickens are extremely low maintenance. If you're thinking about getting them, 100% get them. Like, they're a lot of fun. Um, Especially and, if you're home a lot and, like, you have small yeah, kids. If you're, or... if you're home a lot. But if you're like us and you travel, like, every other week. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> don't our dog is like the community dog like our friends watch him and then our neighbors watch him and then my parents watch him and then we just rotate (laughs) yeah Hoosier's like who are you people again yeah (laughs) um no so anyways we ended up giving the chickens to some friends of ours who have a little bit of property and they've got four small kids and Mm -hmm. um they they really enjoy them yeah it was cute when the kids all like fearlessly picked up the chickens i'm like i have never picked up one of those i didn't want to get pecked in the eye but they didn't even have have care in the world they were like oh cool my chicken so anyways we are we've graduated we are now chicken free chicken free it just needed to some we we basically got to a season i think this is actually like a great segue um just because a big part of that decision was it was part of the process to attempting to simplify our lives um, and streamline a lot of things. And that was actually, I think, very much part of the reason why yeah. you chose to really come on board with mm-hmm. me. And that was a terrifying and awesome decision all at once. So that's kind of what we want to talk about today because we get a ton of questions about like, we, we've, I've shared a lot on social media about dreaming together and what that looks like and how that affected our decision for him to come on and really help develop a lot. I mean, there's a lot of arms to what I do and also to what we do. I think a lot of times there's only so much you see on social media. And so we thought we'd share a little bit more of the full picture of like, what do the Dooleys do and how does this work and what are we, what are we up to and how does this all kind of function together, especially whether or not you're wanting to work with your spouse in like a full-time business. What we have found is that if we can give you some insight on maybe even how to work better together with your significant other, your spouse, whether maybe he just takes your Instagram photos, you know, on the weekend, or maybe you help him once a week, you know, with his small business, or maybe you both work separate jobs and you're just learning to work together in a household setting or raising chickens or mm-hmm. children or whatever it is. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, how do you, how do you function as a team in these different areas in which we work both in life and in business or in career? So we kind of just want to, talk about that today since we get so many questions we thought well we're not experts at this but we've learned a lot in the last almost year of time so we can kind of dig into it yeah yeah um okay so let's let's maybe first share a little bit of the should we should we give a little insight into like okay we do the podcast like what are the things that we're doing so that we can kind of give a full picture of why this was the decision we made yeah like what we were doing and what we're currently doing yeah, well, like I mean, because you also have a couple small businesses of your own that yeah. aren't on social media that people mm-hmm. don't see. So let's like kind of give that picture because I think a lot of people are like, what's Matt's role? Like, what's he up to? So maybe share like what you did in the beginning, how you streamlined everything for me and helped me <laughs> create some <laughs> some function in my life. Um, and then also kind of what you're now taking on in your own lane now that you've created some space and margin in our lives. Yep. So when I first came on, um, it was kind of like drinking from a fire hose. Um <laughs> But basically, I just spilled coffee all over this computer. That's good. Speaking of drinking from a fire uh, hose, okay. <laughs> Whoa. Wow, Jay. So, anyways, this is about how messy it was. It felt like <laughs> this is a really good visual of the coffee all over. Own your everyday. Own your everyday. <laughs> In the words of uh, TJ Mercedes. Oh, also, what's funny, as random as this is, sorry to interrupt you. Um, sometimes own your everyday comes back to bite me given uh from mr matt Dooley himself like if i what was it we were going into a restaurant and i was like oh i don't have any makeup on i look like a mess and he's like well own your every day <laughs> or like spilling my coffee own your every day it's like a it's like a joke now like a everyday life moment gets teased <laughs> it's called holding you accountable uh-huh okay anyway anyways so when i first came on i'm much more like i don't even not business minded i just i like to crunch numbers you're very like um I'm analytical. 
I'm more creative. You're more analytical. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Like I'm visionary. You're like, how is this all happening? Right. Yeah. Processes. Mm-hmm. So came in and looked at some stuff and did real- our first spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what is that? It looks that like was Russian. I'm like, this is a P and L <laughs> and there's too much L, not enough P. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny. No. So we, we came in and basically um, over the course of the year, we both have really kind of looked at what um we've been doing what jordan has been doing mm-hmm. and saying okay you cannot handle all of this mm-hmm. this is too much mm-hmm. like we we have a bunch of like little projects but there's they don't lead anywhere mm-hmm. like they're that was in the beginning yeah in the beginning they were just they were really like a bunch of like random little things to manage that were yeah it was they were all good things mm-hmm. but there was just so much that Jordan was managing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had a team, yeah. but no one on like a partner level to really right. be able to audit and come in and like do all of those pieces with numbers and legality and yeah. all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I came in and just kind of looked over some stuff and said, okay, this, we need to make changes here mm-hmm. or we need to close this mm-hmm. or. Um, and not even cause it wasn't working. It was like, what's, what's the bigger, you helped yeah, me what, kind of think of like, what is your why? Like what's, what's the big picture? Well, and what are you skilled at too? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, I talk about being multi-passionate a lot, but you can be good or proficient in a lot of things. And through a lot of experiences, I gained a lot of quote unquote expertise mm-hmm. in different things like social marketing and things like that. But then it was like, I just started what we had kind of audited was like, Jay is doing a lot of things that people are asking her to do. And she's succeeded at them. You know, I'm speaking in third person right now because this was kind of the conversation we had. She speaks in third person all the time. (laughs) No, I do not. Jordan wants coffee. (laughs) Jordan wants ice cream. No, you make me sound like a crazy person. I do not do that. Okay. Anyways, um, but (laughs) Matt loves to tease me. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so we had that like, hey, all of these things are successful, but which are the ones that are like, what do we actually want to focus on? Because you can't grow like 20 things at one time. So that was why we were like, let's like kind of start fresh a little bit. Um, And a lot of that came to, or came through the decision of what does this look like to do this as a partnership or more of a partnership? Because before he would like assist every now and then, but didn't really have like a full role in what I was doing. Yeah. Like I've been the traditional Instagram husband. uh, (laughs) Word word up to Jordan Ramirez. (laughs) Um, I want to give credit where credit's due. You need, guys, if you're listening to this, you need to go follow the Instagram husband uh, page on Instagram. It's it, influencer it, husband now. Oh, influencer husband. Yeah. It used to be Instagram husband. Um, but yeah, influencer husband. Um, yeah. Lots of gold there. But yeah, I mean, I was, I was, you know, I, I would take pictures and I would help with like video uh, stuff. Every do now multimedia, and like mm-hmm. uh, just basic editing for mm-hmm. courses and help mm-hmm. get that stuff set up. Um, but I wasn't really a partner. I couldn't be because Mm -hmm. I was working a full-time job. Right, right. So it was like, I'll help where I can. Yeah. Um, And then we just kind of got to the point after meeting with... um, Oh, yeah. This is an important part of the story. um, A group of really, really awesome people um, that our friends uh, uh, Jeff Bethke and Craig Gross uh, put together. And... It's basically a lot of people who do what Jordan was doing at the time and now what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are spouses who work together. In yes. Capacity. And that was extremely eye opening. So this was in January. Um, mm-hmm. Came. Uh, we went to this event. I was one of, I think, two husbands there that wasn't working full time mm-hmm. uh, with their spouse. And it was just like, oh, my goodness, I have to do this. Like Jordan needs my help with the book launch coming up. Mm-hmm. It, it was going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think you said to me, I think there was a lot that we both learned in that of like, how does this even work? Because I felt like in everywhere we, in every other space, especially from like the generation ahead of us, I don't know why, but I think there was like this stigma against spouses working together. And I don't think that think that's true for everyone in the generation ahead of us, but we just had a lot of people say to us, like we had talked about the potential of working together, but I had always heard like, no, yeah. you don't want to work with oh, your no, spouse. It's going to destroy your marriage. Yeah, exactly. So there was a lot of, I think, uh, fear. I think we had talked about it multiple times and mm-hmm. we had had the experience of working together before in a smaller capacity when I had a photography business, when we were engaged and first got married, but you were also still pursuing the NFL. So like you were doing your own thing over here, but then you second shot and like helped mm-hmm. edit with me over right. here. So it wasn't like something that was totally foreign to us, but at the same time we were like afraid for him to leave a stable thing and funk and do that. And we were like, what if it doesn't function? What if it doesn't work? Right. And so we had a lot of fear, but after going to that, uh, 
gathering where we learned a lot and you really gleaned a lot you were like what's your role you talked to all the husbands like what do you do for her like she's online or she's podcasting or she's selling stuff on in a shop like how do you and so you learn from a lot of different husbands or uh, fiancés who are in Mm -hmm. that kind of role or capacity to figure out like what would I be able to bring my skills and do um, to make this more efficient for our family because it's really our thing not one person's thing or another but I think one big piece that I took away from that, and you can probably speak into this more, but you had like a, you basically said like, I for at some point, like at that point, I didn't realize how much you were doing. Yeah. And what, why did you say that was like so eye-opening then for you? Um, I think it's because I would, you know, a lot of it was our schedules. Um, mm-hmm. Like for me, I... Uh, worked in medical device sales and I had to cover territory that was about three hours uh, in diameter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would have to wake up really early. Um, You know, I I would typically be out of the house by 530 um, to get to, you know, the hospital for my first cases. And then I wouldn't get home till 334 o'clock most days, sometimes later. And you know, I get home, Jordan's still in the middle of her work day. Mm-hmm. And so really I wasn't seeing her until, you know, dinner time, mm-hmm. six thirty seven. And I think at, at that point, I like, we were just kind of both like living our, like we were both doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. I kind of describe it as like, we were tied at the hip with the rope running mm-hmm. in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really, it had, it had been that way since our engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was me like going to pursue the NFL mm-hmm. and Jordan's like, well, I guess I'm learning for, you know, I, I taught her photography and she's like, well, I guess I'm doing this now. Yeah. I had and a photography like, business for a year, like, yeah, or probably more than that. Yeah. yeah. More than that. Yeah. Um, and then after that ended, it was like, okay, well we got to go back to Indiana cause that's where Matt's job is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so went and we moved back to Indiana Mm-hmm. And then it, like, it's just kind of been a constant, almost like tug of war, mm-hmm. like going in either direction. Oh, and then Jordan's book's taken off. So now we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But, um, at, at that point, in, it wasn't even the book yet. No, it, was it wasn't like, even oh, the, the podcast book. blew up. Yeah. Like, Oh, the thing happened. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so we were, we were both kind of pursuing our own things and, um, I, I was helping and mm-hmm. granted Jordan supported me a lot when mm-hmm. I was, you know, trying to get in the NFL and, um, I, I think it was just interesting. We, I, I came to the conclusion um, af- after this trip, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, so you've been doing this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, weird. Like you wear leggings every day. So I can't imagine. You yeah. Like it, it was out. weird for me because I, I put on a uniform, like I would mm-hmm. wear scrubs and go to work and I would come home and change out of it. Like mm-hmm. I compartmentalize, mm-hmm. like being a man, I compartmentalize like, okay, work's over. I'm done with work. Mm-hmm. Like no more work for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. So I would come home, I'd be exhausted mm-hmm. and I would just, you know, whatever, take care of the chickens or crash on the couch. And that it's very like, it was a very normal thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, Jordan is just like, she's a, she's addicted to her work. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't have time for, but I didn't realize how much she was trying to accomplish literally by herself. Mm-hmm. And all the demands I was meeting all right. the time. <laughs> yeah. Hence the simplification. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think we feel that in different ways and I didn't understand really what your work life was like. So mm-hmm. I felt like one big, that pivotal piece was a, when we went to this meeting and met so many other people who were doing this, because most of what you do in your daily life is like, most of our friends aren't doing that. So it felt like we didn't know who to consult on that kind of a thing. Right. So to be in a room with 15 or 16 other couples who were doing it was like, whoa, okay, this is very helpful. And now we have support. But and, before and you, that, you, you feel known yeah. and understood. But even before that, one thing that was really interesting was we started doing like marriage mentoring, marriage counseling yes. um, with another couple who's what, 20 years older than us. Yep. And they're like the future us. It's hysterical and highly recommend doing that. But beyond that piece of it, one thing that, you know, Matt had been saying, like, I really think I need to start helping you, but you weren't like convinced that it was supposed to be that year. You were like maybe in a year or two, like it wasn't uh, clear when that's supposed to happen. He had just started to have that like shift in his mind. And I don't think I was fully there because I was afraid like of lack of, lack of stability. I didn't want you to just give up what you were doing. And so we took time. Yeah, let, that- let's talk about that timeline real quick. Cause yeah. it wasn't just like, Oh, well, this was a cool meeting. I'm jumping ship now. Yeah. It, it was, was like, that was literally that. the straw that broke the camel's back. Right. Right. Um, it was like throughout the six months prior to that. Yeah. It was, it was a it. six to eight month process prior mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. where it was like, 
should I come work with you? And yeah. And, and then we started and like, now nah, I don't want to do that. Like, what are we going to do for health insurance? Which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but that, that like six months or seven months prior to that big meeting in January, that was like, okay, we need to do this was, um, one of the conversations we had in the fall with our marriage counselors is that conversation had come up. Matt had started to say like, I'm starting to think about this. Like how seriously should we be considering this? Our marriage counselors own a business together. They do design interior design, um, and like renovations and yeah, things like that. And so, they basically were like, they explain, you're better explaining this, but what they had, what the exercise they had us do that helped us kind of see like, oh, then it started to make us think more seriously about it. And we still took several months, but like maybe share that. Exercise. Yeah. So they asked me what I thought Jordan's dream was. And then they asked Jordan what she mm-hmm. thought my dream was. Mm-hmm. And they, we, you know, we answered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Jordan wants to have a best-selling book. Mm-hmm. And, and that was like five six months prior to the book coming out six months prior to the book yeah. coming out or so yeah. yeah and what did you say i said matt wants to work with his hands have a simple simple life and coach like high school football or coach mentor guys in football mm-hmm. and they looked at us like all right two very different things yeah <laughs> they're like have you guys ever thought to dream together and we were like yeah we were like what does that mean (laughs) that's interesting no we haven't mm -hmm. and so that was actually yeah it was about seven months before the book came out Mm -hmm. um yeah because then we were on a flight to new york city and Mm -hmm. we got out a notepad and we're like let's dream together Mm -hmm. like let's set goals together as a family Mm -hmm. because it has just been pedal to the metal since really before our wedding i got cut Mm -hmm from the Steelers two weeks before our wedding. Mm -hmm. And so we have been like the entire time we have just been scrapping Mm -hmm. and scrambling Mm -hmm. to like, all right, uh, let's make this work. Mm -hmm. Let's make this, let's do this. Let's do this works. Let's do it. And it's been, we had been doing that for so long. It was just like, Oh, this is what we're doing now. All right. Like I would drop what I'm doing and all right, let's go do that. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think we we had never, we had never stopped to like think, what do we want for our family? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. And our friend, our friends, Jeremy and Audrey talked a lot about this. We've had many conversations with them um, and they had kind of had a similar situation when they, they were in a place where they were still, they were doing a TV show, but then they were pivoting into like, eventually we don't want to keep doing a TV show. Right. And they had shared like, so we basically created all the, these little like ships, like all these little businesses that would be like, okay, this will keep us afloat and all, and they didn't expect all of them to like work. Right. right. And then all of them worked and it was like, shoot, now we have so much we're managing. What do we actually want to be doing? It was like a, it was like almost a means of survival. Yeah. And I think that we kind of related to that in our own way of like, okay, I started a photography business. Okay. You started working for striker. Okay. You started coaching long snappers. Okay. I started blogging more. Or I right. started speaking or then I got a book deal. Like we just started doing all these things and we had 15 ships that float. And that was where we were like, let's look at all that's on the table. So to go back to the conversation about simplification, that's where that really started. It was four or five months before you even decided to work with me yeah. when we sat on a plane and answered the questions. And I've had, you know, one thing I want to talk about is we've had questions come in, like, how do you guys dream together? Like, what questions are you asking? What subjects are you talking about? So do you want to give a couple suggestions or a couple examples of some of the line items in our list? Because we just went through so much stuff. Like, we looked at so many different things. And on our, like, dream together, we did, like, a duly dream date is what we called it on an airplane. And we, I, basically, I wrote down, and I was like, okay, what would we like, like, our annual salary to be? What kind of impact? Yeah, do you ideally, make? like yeah. what what's what are we bringing in right now? Mm-hmm. Like with my work mm-hmm. and with Jordan's work, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, what would that need to look like? Right. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna do about health insurance? Mm-hmm. What about what? How would we do retirement? And not even mm-hmm. just it wasn't even like I think even more before we even got into the financial conversation, we talked about like what roles do we want to play in our family, like in our and like how we work. Right. What kind of work do you want to be doing? What kind of work does Jay want to be doing? How do those things complement each other? How and, do we want that to look when we have children? And, and that's not something that can be decided. That That's literally something that you have to like test the waters. Yeah. Like but we you, needed you, to create a starting you have point. To figure, yeah. You have to figure it out for yourself. But it is mm-hmm. helpful to just kind of say, okay, what am I good at? Mm-hmm. What are you good at? Mm-hmm. Okay. I should probably do more of the logistical stuff like like hand, uh, handling travel and uh Right. Just getting in the weeds with stuff that Jordan doesn't want to get in the weeds with. Right. But what I was saying was like in our conversation, we talked about like, what kind of work does Matt enjoy? What kind of work does Jay enjoy? Before we even decided like, are we going to partner on this when it comes to a business? Then we talked about like, what do we want to do? Do we want to be able to travel? Do we like to be able to stay home? Like, what do we want our lifestyle to look like? What is God calling us to do when it comes to impact? We talked about wanting to mentor people younger than us, but how would we create margin to do that? Mm -hmm. What does it look like? How much do we want to be visiting? Define margin. Margin is like space. 
in our life, right? To, I guess that's the best way to say it. Like room outside of your total obligations. Yeah. Jefferson Bethke talks about this in his new book, Mm -hmm. To Hell with the Hustle. Mm -hmm. Guys, like shameless plug, go read it. Like I Mm -hmm. read it in two days. Mm -hmm. It is so good. And he Mm -hmm. talks about this. And he's like, you have to say no to things. You can't mm-hmm. just say yes and fill all of your days all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, then you don't have any margin left over for like, a, uh, you know what? Let's grab dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Or creative thinking. You're or, like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to go on this trip? Mm-hmm. Well, no, because I booked out my schedule like mm-hmm. solid. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, so like that whole idea of like creating margin is so essential, not only like in your life, but also mm-hmm. mentally. Yeah. And so going back to like, these, you know, looking at everything we had as a business and all these little ships that were keeping us afloat, it was like, this is so much mental real estate. Like mm-hmm. we, we need to free up like this mental bandwidth, mm-hmm. like this, this frequency is getting crowded. Mm-hmm. And that's actually so healthy. And that was a big thing on our like dream together list. It was like, what's our mental bandwidth look like? And what do we want to like fill that with? And what does that actually need to look like? And we talked about um, you know, what we wanted, what do we want our weekends to look like? We got so specific. We were like, God, what are you calling us to do? How are we supposed to be using our voices? So it was everything from that high level to like the molecular stuff of right. how do we want to spend our weekends or how do we build in a Sabbath? How does, what is our family routines? Like, how do we do this stuff? And we're not perfect at any of these things, but we created like a vision and we did everything from right. annual salary to how we want to, you know, structure our family when it comes to like, do we want our family to be able to travel? Like all these things right. and creating a big picture vision. And then we went, all right, from here, obviously a lot of this stuff doesn't fully apply because we don't have kids yet when we were doing this, but it was like, mm-hmm. okay, how do, what steps do we take this year to start working toward what we said, the type of work each of us want to be doing and what we said, the salary we want to have and the impact we want to make and this and the routines we want to build. Like, what does that look like for this year? And that's actually what I think started to get me to see, like some of this would require us to both be working online yes. full time <laughs> if we were to yeah. actually execute this vision. Um, so that was actually kind of moving us. And then a few months later we had that meeting in January and then that's kind of where it was like, okay, we can see like where this is going. So just to answer the question about how do you guys dream together? What does that look like? What do you, what questions are you asking? That's kind of a, a little overview. Obviously you have to get specific with your own, but there's really no rules with it. It's like, just look at all the areas of your life from rest to family, to, to daily weekly structure, to finances, to yeah, impact. Do, do like to, a life audit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And ask each other, like, what do you want? What do you want? Okay. How can we meet in the middle on this thing? Or how mm-hmm. can we blend these ideas? And what would that require? And that doesn't mean you're going to jump ship and you know, not everyone can be like, oh, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do this, but it gives you a vision. You can then start making action steps for the following year. So anyways, we did that at the end of 2018, towards the end of 2018. And that really influenced our 2019. So that's kind of that question. But I, I also want to talk about, and you can speak into this probably as well, because we started to touch on it, but we've gotten the question, like, how did you handle the financial risk and conversation when we both decided to fully invest kind of in what I was doing right and like how did we how did you handle that was the question we got so do you want to speak into that a little bit people today can spend half their lives over 50 so it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older like a family vacation or starting your dream business welcome to connie's coffee how may i help you AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer, upgrading to high quality, affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. (laughs) 
Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for- one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Thank you to Grove for sponsoring this episode. Small changes really do add up. There are a few simple swaps you can make in your home to say goodbye to single-use plastic with sustainable swaps from Grove. By now, you know how much we love Grove Collaborative, the online marketplace that delivers all-natural home, beauty, and personal care products directly to you. I had no idea that a simple change to my toweling in my kitchen could be so easy. Grove's sustainable swap set has everything you need to get started, such as a bamboo straw set, reusable sandwich and snack bags, a reusable glass hand soap dispenser, and a walnut scrubber sponge. And for a limited time, my listeners get all of this for free with your first purchase from Grove. Join me and the thousands of others who are helping the environment with Grove's sustainable swaps. Now for a limited time, listeners who go to grove.co slash she get the Grove sustainable swap set free with purchase. Plus, you'll get free shipping and a free 60-day VIP trial. Go to grove.co slash she for this exclusive offer. Again, that's grove.co slash she. Thank you to Lola for sponsoring this episode. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. The founders had a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They asked themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? And to that I say, amen. Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. No mystery fibers and no doubts about what's going in your body. Plus, Lola products come in a simple, customizable subscription. Lola will deliver exactly what you need, exactly when you need it. Did you know the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't? Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Most major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Lola products are 100% organic with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. Plus, you do good with your purchase. For every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. I am a big fan of Lola, and I'm personally so glad that I made the switch to organic cotton feminine care products. It can make such a difference. If you want to make the switch or if you want to give Lola a try, you can get 40% off your first month subscription by visiting mylola.com and entering the code SHE when you subscribe. Again, that's mylola.com and enter the code SHE when you subscribe to get 40% off your first month. So 
this wasn't something that we were just like, okay, I'm going to work with you now. <laughs> Two week notice. Yeah. Thanks, Trekker. Yeah. Um, it was like, it was something that we deliberated over for a long time mm-hmm. um, and, prepared and, for. and prepared for. And one of the ways that we prepared for that was setting aside a little uh, fund, basically, mm-hmm. to sustain us mm-hmm. for like six a, months. A, yeah, six months, like mm-hmm. a bridge to say, mm-hmm. okay, here are all of our expenses. What do we need? Just like bare bones. Mm-hmm. And we really tighten the belt mm-hmm. for that time period mm-hmm. um, so we could save. And then we also kept the belt tight for that six month period mm-hmm. um to be able to live off that mm-hmm. um so obviously be smart you you want to plan ahead mm-hmm. um and, and this is uh, you know obviously talking if you're like one person is leaving their full-time job to come mm-hmm. to work mm-hmm. and so uh, another thing that we uh did to account for that um and this is getting back to the healthcare mm-hmm. question that we get asked all the time yeah um is you know we did our research and we ended up going with a christian health share ministry is what mm-hmm. it's called mm-hmm. so technically uh, it, it's called metashare mm-hmm. um the one that we use and it is technically not insurance mm-hmm. um but it counts as insurance under it like functions yeah as it insurance. functions as insurance mm-hmm. it's just technically not insurance and it counts as insurance under the obamacare uh, provision so mm-hmm. You're good to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it actually ended up being um, a lot cheaper um, and almost as cheap as my employee plan mm-hmm. that I had with Stryker, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, so we were able to uh, budget that in. So explain how that, like the quick overview of like right. how this health share program works, because it's very similar to how insurance works, but the I like the qualifications are a little different. Mm-hmm. So explain that really quick. Yeah. So um, basically, you pay into a uh, a system and you have your, your, uh, personal share that you pay in mm-hmm. like every month. And then there's like, it's not called a deductible, but it's the equivalent of a deductible. Mm-hmm. Um, basically once you hit that threshold, anything over that, you just send your bill to them mm-hmm. and they pay it mm-hmm. with this. The reason that they can do it on a, you know, with a much smaller amount of people mm-hmm. and still stay competitive is because you have to have you have to make certain lifestyle commitments mm-hmm. like you're like, not a smoker yeah not right. a smoker um you know excessive drinker mm-hmm. or anything like that mm-hmm. um and i think there are certain uh prerequisites yeah sorry prerequisites it's a hard um part. yeah i know <laughs> um as I'm... far as uh, pre-existing <laughs> conditions go um so definitely do your research mm-hmm. um but the the, the point is mm-hmm. uh the majority of the people in this program are a lot healthier than the general population. They're young, they're healthy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So you, they don't have the risk of having to pay out as much because if you're healthy, you're not taking out you're not, 20 grand for yeah, different ho- hospital visit right, surgery right. and all that. And so. obviously, and then what's really cool, I think what's neat about the health share program is like, let's say Matt had to get knee surgery for some reason. He twisted his knee or something happened or I had a health issue. The other people who are in the health program, like somebody will get a message and say this month or they'll get a, a letter in the mail this month, your contribution or your sh- share went toward Matt Dooley's knee surgery. Well, Here's it, how you can it be won't, praying for it him. won't say my name because oh, well, that, yeah. that's a HIPAA violation, but it'll basically okay, yeah. say that you helped somebody with this. Yeah. And then it's like be praying for them. Or right. Whatever. So it's kind of a cool concept because it's more relational and it's, it's kind of it is like the christian model of like everybody like contributing and sharing resources which is kind of what insurance is but then there's Mm -hmm. all these other things within insurance so what's what's great about it is anytime you're you at least this is how it is with metashare but anytime you call in have a question about the plan or whatever you're you're calling to talk about um you know a a charge or whatever it is Mm -hmm. um, they always ask you at the end of the phone call like hey is there anything that we can be praying for you about Mm-hmm. So I, I I don't know it's it's really cool it's not mm-hmm. like impersonal like all right your your claim number yeah. one two th- four six yeah you know yeah um it, it's a lot more personal so mm-hmm. definitely look into uh, the health share programs mm-hmm. because it is a viable option apart from traditional insurance um, and, and it's a viable. lot a lot cheaper than Cobra too and. And I think the other component to this was like, this doesn't necessarily, like, I think for us, we didn't look at it like, this is our solution forever and always. It was like, let's do this for the next year or two to bridge this gap right now. You know, we're in, we're young, we're healthy. We don't have kiddos right now. So we want to do this. And I think, I mean, we have friends who are on it that have three kids. So it's not like that's the, the decision factor. But for us, we were like, 
what's the worst thing that's going to happen, you know, and you have a copay and then they cover everything from there. Yeah. Or, uh, what's that called? A premium kind of concept. Like you hit a certain number. And so you're never going to be like out 20 grand because you didn't use a certain kind of insurance. So right. anyways, that's kind of just speaking to that because we have a ton of questions about that. And I think speaking also into the concern, like financially and whatnot, um, another thing for us was like, we kind of looked at it, like, what are our greatest needs? Like, what are the needs of our family and what are the needs of the Julie household? And that was something that I think is a really healthy conversation to have, regardless of whether or not you're considering working together full time. I think just to work well together as a team, when it comes to dreaming together, when it comes to working together in whatever capacity that looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think one big thing that we had never really discussed was like, what are our needs? What are our greatest needs? Where do I add the most value? Where are you going to add the most value? And that was like a big realization. You said you were like, I think I can add more value to our family by coming on and streamlining this and strategizing that. And, and yeah, yeah, doing, taking on some things that maybe you're have a lot of expenses for that we don't need to have expenses for mm-hmm. right now. And that would basically then cover whatever income you had through your job, like right. recalibrating things and kind of like moving the puzzle pieces around a little bit and yep. making it more, uh, to fit our family's needs, but we had to identify what are our family's needs. Yeah. What is enough? And I think that's another really important conversation to have. I is think the concept of enough. Yeah. Cause like, it, in, in today's world, especially if you're doing anything online business related, mm-hmm. it's all about scale, 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 grow, grow, grow. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at what cost, mm-hmm. you know? And there's like, nothing wrong with growth. Yeah. Growth is good. But at a, like, I love how my friend Laura Casey says, uh, it's okay to grow slow. Go ahead and speak into that. Cause I yeah, didn't mean, to cut I mean you off, but. It, it, it's really easy to just be like, all right, we got to hire this person and do mm-hmm. this and do mm-hmm. that. And cause we got to grow the business and we mm-hmm. got, and you have to look and be like, are my daily needs being met? Mm-hmm. Like I'm getting my daily bread. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay to not we like make undid seven a lot. figures every, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to be a, a multimillionaire mm-hmm. like yeah. to be happy. Especially not like, I think there's a pressure to grow to extreme levels, which again, I'm like such an advocate for like, yes, hit the next level so that you have more time for your family and can hire someone. Like I get that. But But only if it really does allow you to have time for your family, Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to be like, to overcommit Mm -hmm. to all these things. And then all of a sudden, like we were talking about earlier, margin gone. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, well, why am I even working for myself? I am now taking less (laughs) vacation than I did when I was at a regular job. Yeah. Yeah. Which was already limited. Right. So it's like, why, you know, like uh, one thing that was important for us was being able to go and visit my family in Arizona Mm -hmm. because we live in Indiana. Mm -hmm. We're 2000 miles away. Mm -hmm. And when I was working my regular job, I had, uh, two weeks of vacation Mm -hmm. per year Mm -hmm. and I didn't get, so I I got to see my family like twice a year Mm -hmm. and we, you know, we would take a trip early in the summer and a trip for Christmas or something like that. And then it was, that was it Mm -hmm. where now this year, I think we've been out to Arizona like nine times. Yeah. And we've made, cause we made that a priority. We said, yeah. this is one of our family's desires and so needs. Almost, so how do we create a life once around a month. it? Yeah. But that's because we've, even though we've been busy, we've allowed for that margin right. and, or we've worked into a work trip so that it's a priority, yeah. like choosing what your priorities are. And it's been really great, especially with the health of your grandparents and being able to serve in that way. So anyways, um, yeah. So just to speak into that, I think a little bit, I think it's important to understand, like you don't have to have a six, seven figure business to like justify if you chose to work together or even right. just, to, it's like, what are your priorities? And then what choices are you making? Whether or not like so-and-so is leaving their job, like whether it's you or, or a spouse or a significant other, it's more like, what's the, what's the priority? And then what lifestyle changes do we need to start working toward or making? And what's the timeline for that? That was how we made the decision. It wasn't like, cool, we're just going to like, you know, jump into this and we also set aside our needs. We set aside enough for our needs to be able to then make that decision. And that sustained us until we were able to get to another growth phase. I feel like we were in like an undoing phase for a while. Like yeah. things had grown and just moved so fast that yep. we were like, let's undo the things that aren't serving us well or serving what we need to be focused on well. Mm-hmm. And then only focus on the things that are going to really move the needle. So that was a really healthy, I think, decision for us mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, everything. Um, two other things I think we should talk about briefly because these are things we get questions about a lot. The first being uh, roles, like how have we determined roles and what has that evolution looked like? Because I think that is a really hard conversation. A lot of people ask us like, what does Matt do? What's his role? What do yeah. you do? So let's speak into that. And then the okay. last question we'll we'll cover in a second. But yeah, so as far as figuring out roles, you have to, if, if you're the person coming in, you need to say, okay, where, where do you need help? and start there. Mm-hmm. Um, don't come in and be like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing, but mm-hmm. it's like, okay, we've identified this as an area of, uh, weakness for mm-hmm. you, or mm-hmm. at least it's not a strength. Um, <laughs> yep. so let me like, 
let me let me take care of this. Let me see what I can do here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just trial and error. It's like, okay, I'm good at this. I'm not so good at this. Like I've been producing the podcast since, I don't know, what, March, April? Yeah. Um, we brought it in house to like simplify. Yeah. So we, we brought it in house. Like we had to make some purchases. We bought podcast equipment and mm-hmm. all the episodes you've been listening to since then have been produced in the Dooley household. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's one aspect of it. Um, another aspect I think is, uh, just like I said earlier, just general, um, I'm kind of like the liaison for Jordan mm-hmm. um, when it comes to speaking events or book tours. Like I'm communicating with the publisher as well. He's like my uh, efficiency manager. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm handling all the, all the plane tickets, mm-hmm. luggage, check-in rental car. So mm-hmm. Jordan literally does not have to think about any of that. Like mm-hmm. she can just show up, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And I traveled once by myself a couple weeks ago and I texted him. I go, I feel like a bumbling toddler. I'm like, where's baggage claim? Like, what am I doing right now? How do I get to my hotel? What's an Uber? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I am not getting an Uber by myself. I'm terrified. No. Um, but anyways, yeah, I think, I think for at first, and I think this applies to life too. Like I want to make sure we keep applying this to like, even if you're not joining a business together at this point, um, it's like, what are the areas where one is weak and the other is strong? Or even if it's like some of the things Matt's done aren't necessarily his natural strengths. But one thing that's really that he, I think even more so than me is he wants, he, if he wants to learn something or needs to learn something, he can learn it and dive deep into it. Like whether it's fishing or whatever the like subject is, you're really good at saying, I'm interested in this and I want to become proficient at this or I want to become an expert at it. So I'm going to dig deep, watch all the videos, learn all the things and then apply what I can do. Yep. And you might not be the total like expert at it, but you become proficient right. enough to do it well. Yeah. And so I think also looking at your relationship and if you're looking at, you know, whether it's we're working together in business or we're working together in a company or we're just working together in our homes to when it comes to dividing up roles, I think we have a lot of like, oh, this person should be the in front or this person should be this. And it's like, well, look at your strengths and mm-hmm. look at what roles you're used to playing or what roles are you're given right now. Like yeah. Matt couldn't have written my book, but he still was equally involved in the success of it. Right. Yeah. So I think your example when it comes to like long snapping is a really great example for the last year or so of our life. And then now how that's influenced our decisions going forward as to like, what am I going to be doing going forward? And also now what ownership are you taking? Because now you're doing some entrepreneurial things of your own, which right. you wouldn't have had margin to do a year ago. Yeah. So I think maybe share a little bit on that football example. Cause I think that's really helpful for, any role situation or any team situation happening in the home, in a business or both. So you're talking about like my past experience. Yeah. And how that actually, I think prepared. So it's kind of cool to see how God works. So my football, my position in football was, um, I was a long snapper, which is, if you haven't heard of it, that's my point. Um, (laughs) it's literally like nobody thinks about the position. It's, I was basically the guy I would come out on fourth down for punts. And then I would come out on field goals and point after attempt. And that was the only time I was, I was on the field, like 10, 12 plays a game, mm-hmm. um, tops. And so it was a, but you looked cute doing it. Thanks boo. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty thankless job. Like I wasn't in the spotlight. I, I wa- thank you though. <laughs> let's not, let's not get confused here. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I'm saying like the job, I, I wasn't the quarterback. I wasn't mm-hmm. the star quarterback. I wasn't the wide receiver. I wasn't mm-hmm. the running back, the mm-hmm. linebacker, like the guys on the highlight rail. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of that was due to my athletic ability. Um, <laughs> it was not, whatever. But my my point is, it was almost like, you know, being a long snapper for, I don't know, seven years. This is about as long as I did it, eight years. Um, it really, I think, prepared my heart to take a role of like, okay, where can I help? Mm-hmm. Like, what is, like, where do you need me? Like, mm-hmm. let me just step in and do this. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care if I'm in the spotlight or not. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to help the team succeed. I want to do my role really well and make sure that nothing bad happens under my watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I am going to be responsible for what I'm going to be responsible for. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to support you in what you're doing in any way I can. Mm-hmm. Which is like husband gold. <laughs> no, I mean, that I think, A, was super humbling for me. You know, I also was really hesitant and nervous because I wanted you to, I mean, I, we for so long chased the football thing. And I also think our roles have reversed in some ways because in the first half of our relationship, when we first were getting to know each other and when we got engaged, like it was kind of like, how am I playing the support role for you to go into the NFL? Right. So it's kind of cool how, like I always say, like when you love someone, their dreams become your dreams. Yes. And so 
Very in much some so. ways, like I, for a couple of years, got to be in that space. And then my career started to grow because I was, it was literally crazy because so much of what I'm doing now was almost because I was hustling in the beginning of our relationship to like support us in case the NFL thing didn't work yeah. out. So I learned the social media marketing thing. I learned the photography thing. I built a shop. Like I did those mm-hmm. things mostly so that we could support the NFL dream and like prepare for that. And then it's cool how God blessed that and has kind of like shifted the way it's gone, but yet like given us new dreams to discover together. So it's neat how we've both kind of played that in each other's dreams. And I think that's part of life is like seasonally. And I think there's no, that's why I always say like, there's no one that's truly in the spotlight because for a while, like you were the one with the Jersey and you were playing Mm -hmm. against the lions and I was on the sideline cheering you on. And now it's like, okay, now you're launching a book and I'm kind of coming along in the support role. And that's life. That's that's kind of like a yin and yang, if you will. Like, you know, and there'll be seasons probably when I have kids that I can't do as much and he's going to have to really take point on things. And, I think that's what's so important and healthy to understand is no one is ahead or behind. You're just kind of shifting roles as you roll this big Mm -hmm. wheel of like your life, you know? So I don't know. I just, I think that mentality is really important. And when you can both understand that in whatever role or situation you guys are both playing, it's a, it's mature, but it also is effective and it moves the needle. And Mm -hmm. when one, when both people are trying to play first fiddle at the same time, that's why I think God set up like roles. It's not because one's ahead of the other one's above the other one's better. It's like, that's part of a team. Like you need someone to catch and you need someone to pass. You need mm-hmm. someone to snap the football. You need someone to kick the field goal. Like, yep. and right now I'm in a season where I'm technically kind of kicking the field goals and you're snapping to me. But five years ago, like I was trying to snap the football, which I sucked at. But the point is I was trying to <laughs> set you up for success and in the vi- and vice versa. And as a result of doing that, we both win. Nobody loses. Right. So I think just keeping that team mentality is mm-hmm. really, really important. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we've decided rules. So I think the way I describe what our situation and setup is right now is I kind of call you like the chip to my Joe. Meaning, if you think of Joanna Gaines, right? Like we all love Joanna Gaines. She's like the visionary. She'll create like, this is how I see this room looking. And this is how I see serving this client. And this is what I envision it looking like. And then Chips comes up and he's like, cool, we're going to need, you know, X amount of lumber and we're going to need this many workers. We're going to need to put all these pieces together. So he like builds the vision. And Matt and I kind of co-build the vision, but he really understands like from a media and digital perspective, he's like my digital chip. <laughs> he's like, okay, well, that means we need this editor in place and we need this you know this is how we set up the recording or okay this is how we make sure we get this role in this you know spot figured out so you're kind of like the builder of the vision and in in many ways from that side of things so kind of seeing it that way when it comes to what I'm doing that helps us kind of think okay who's building and who's vision casting and then how are we executing and that helps us decide who's running in which lane on the flip side I think it would be important to briefly just touch on like what are you doing too like now that we've set a lot of that up and the stuff is more sustained and more streamlined and we really have made those hard changes and you've supported that a lot now like you have some margin in your life to be like okay like I'm gonna start building my coaching business and my yep. consulting business like speak into that a little bit yeah so now I'm, I'm starting to get into uh consulting mm-hmm. I mean after work I I've been working with Jordan, you know, <laughs> pretty much ever, all the time. Yeah, ever since we met, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Just so in different capacity. I've got a, I've got a good grasp on the market that mm-hmm. we're in, mm-hmm. um, and the knowledge that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm getting into consulting for uh, businesses and corporations mm-hmm. and executives, stuff like that, like social media marketing yep. consulting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one hand. On the other hand, I'm getting to pursue a passion project of being able to coach. Um, high school long snappers Mm -hmm. and train them and help them develop a skill that changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like I would not have met Jordan if I didn't get a full ride scholarship to IU Mm -hmm. because otherwise I wouldn't, why would I go to Indiana? I'm Mm -hmm. from Arizona. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to be able to help give kids that opportunity to change their life Mm -hmm. and, and have a positive impact on them Mm -hmm. is huge. And so slowly I'm, I'm starting to build that coaching business as well. Mm-hmm. But it's all about, you You know, I don't, again, we don't want to get into the point to where it's like, oh, we're doing this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've got my roles mm-hmm. within our business. Mm-hmm. And then I also have stuff on the side that I'm pursuing now. Mm-hmm. So it's not even, it's not a hobby, mm-hmm. um, but it is something that I, I enjoy doing as well. Mm-hmm. So not and that I, I don't enjoy I this, but... Yeah. And I think it's really, it fit, it's so interesting because it was like this decision, almost I think of obedience. Like you even, I remember you saying like, if I yeah. don't leave my job, I feel like I'm disobeying God, right. which is crazy. Um, but just that, that choice to take that step of faith and how we spent the pretty much the last year really doing all of the things that were required to now get to this place where like in the last couple of months, you've been able to say, oh, 
Like next year, I could really be doing consulting and now lining up your clientele base and different things like that. And yep. you are such a natural teacher and coach. And it's so funny because when we sat in that meeting literally a year ago, because it was November of 2018, yeah. and, uh, and they were basically challenging us to, or maybe it was October, I don't know, basically about a year ago or so, when they were like, have you dreamed together? And Jay, what's Matt's dream? And I said like coaching and teaching and mentoring others was like a big component of it to the, the fact that now you're building a side business yeah. to do that because you've set up mine enough to where it's like solid and yeah. we've set that up to be a pl really healthy place. It's created margin for you to now do those things and run point on them and, yep. and I can support you in those. And so again, it's not like we have 15 million things, but we do have a book business, a podcast business and an education business and you have a consulting and coaching business and they really actually support each other and go together. They're actually really complimentary. Like a lot of the things you've Definitely. learned from doing mine yeah. now support what you're doing in that space. So anyways, it's just cool to see how like sometimes you don't always know what the picture is going to be or how it's going to ebb and flow or how it's right. going to come full circle. But now even just a year in, we're seeing not even a whole year in, we're seeing like, wow, look how much progress has been made through that step of faith. So and now you have your own things that you're running. So we're a very entrepreneurial couple. And I think it's important to share like, I was telling a friend this and maybe you can speak into this briefly why we've chosen entrepreneurship because I don't think you ever saw it like you've always told me like I didn't really ever plan on doing that with my life but I think I think at least I shared this with a friend not too long ago it's like I think we've actually both taken to this a lot because with the NFL like dream pursuit we were always waiting for someone else to give us an opportunity or make mm -hmm. a decision right and I think we've both like kind of come to a place where we're like we want to create our own opportunities yeah let's grab grab hold of the steering wheel yeah like and obviously God's ultimately in charge yeah. but the point is like we can we can actually like kind of create a destiny a little bit like not a destiny but like instead of waiting for someone else to give us a, a job or an opportunity it's like how do we go raise. for things yeah. yeah i think it just changed our mentality after so many years of being like let's hope we get another call let's hope we get an opportunity yep. and in the meanwhile we're just kind of waiting so i don't know i think that's really influenced both of our decisions to pursue this type of work but we get that question a lot so all right last question you ready for it yep how do you balance expectations when you don't agree creatively? <laughs> I'll let you answer that one. Hmm. I think, honestly, you have to think big picture. Mm -hmm. You can't think like, this is like this is my idea. Like, my idea is my baby. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't give it up. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, what's best for the business? What's best for us as a family? Mm -hmm. And take that perspective. Long yeah, long term. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, this would make me happy right now to, like, do this project, but doesn't make sense in the long term for us. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think that's that's what I would say. Yeah. I think the other thing too is um I think when 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 it think when it comes to like expectations when you don't agree creatively is part of that is the word expectations. Like there's a lot of times where Matt has expectations of what we're going to do. I'm like, "Whoa, right. that was not my vision." So I think even just like having check-in meetings or like quarterly planning or like weekly planning and being like, "What are we what is our goal this week or like what's a big thing we need to accomplish and how are each of us going to go about that?" That helps us understand like what's in the other person's brain. So I think one of the biggest yeah. things is like Sometimes you will come into those moments where you kind of like butt heads because you had totally different expectations. Mm -hmm. And in the beginning, we like fired each other every other day. We were like, what the heck? You know, like, this is what I thought. And this yes, is what it's you very thought. normal. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's something we try to be really transparent about, too, is like we we still butt heads every now and then. Like we still because we do things differently. We work yeah. differently. And but I think we understand that about each other more. So some of it just comes with time. Yeah. It's just like it's just like this. It's like when you get married. OK, everybody thinks that's like your most joyful time of your marriage. And to some degree it is because you're so excited to be married. But it's also, I think, like the hardest time because you're like learning so much about how to function as a unit yes. that you just and you realize how different you actually are mm -hmm. and it's like wait this is a rude awakening why is this not like easy and blissful and like awesome all the time why right. are we we should be happy you know and we are happy but it's challenge and i think in the same way what we've learned through doing this even just for the last year or almost a year is to really actually check in with the other person and to be like wait what are you thinking here yes and, and constantly consult one another. Be a little bit more proactive rather than reactive. Yeah, like, but why is this happening? Yeah, and that still happens now and then, but at least, like, it's it's something that you become more and more disciplined in as you get used to, like, okay, we've run into this issue four times before. How can we avoid right. it the next time? Time, time to create a system <laughs> yes. so this problem does not happen again. Yeah, I think systems are... Standard operating procedures. Yes. We're in the midst of doing that right now, so yeah. don't feel like it's something... I mean, the earlier you can do it, the better. It'll save yeah. you a lot of headache. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it, you just kind of have to learn and see what works and what doesn't mm -hmm. and eliminate what doesn't Yeah, and keep doing what does. Yeah. I think some of the, the, we can, you can save time by learning from others, which is why I think education is so huge, whether it's marriage counseling and being educated in your marriage yes. or, you know, 
business coaching or consulting, but at the same time, um, some things that you, that you figure out you need systems for or procedures for or processes for in your house or your work or your business mm-hmm. is by trial and error. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, shoot, like that's always a mess. How do we create a system here? So that we can both stick to because we yes. both function differently. So anyways, okay, I feel like that's like covering a lot of different questions and ground when it comes to working together. Do we have anything else? Do we have any other like, you want to give like a kick in the pants, like motivational speech, like you can do it kind of football talk? <laughs> that ain't me. <laughs> Why not? Because I'm not wired like that. Okay. How are you wired? Not is... rah-rah speeches. Okay. What's your, what's your, what's your end game then? Like what's your like sayonara, goodbye, I'll be your Zane. Uh, oh. um, I think if you're feeling the tug uh, to work with your spouse, it definitely look into it at the very least. Like, look at your options. Get get it down on paper. Um, and if the spouse who is an entrepreneur, if your non-entrepreneurial spouse comes to you and is like, hey, I want to work with you, don't freak out. Don't be like, no, <laughs> back. <laughs> Stay in your lane. <laughs> give, give it a thought. Pray yeah. it over. Yeah. And uh, look at your options. And, um, make a plan. Yeah, make a plan. And we'll... We'll continue to uh, provide uh, a lot of resources for you guys mm-hmm. um, to be able to help make this decision and then uh, how to continue making it a great decision. Yeah. And also just working effectively as a team in whatever setting that looks like for you in this season. Hmm. Um, we always like really try to focus on like how can we work better together. Yeah. And how do and I think the last thing I want to point out is like working together on a business or on a project or on a dream doesn't ruin your relationship. In fact, I actually think it strengthens your relationship when you have common goals. I think a lot of people are like, how do you separate business and marriage? And one of the biggest things is like, well, our, our marriage is in the business of making an impact. So whatever business function that is, whether that's consulting or podcasting or something else, at the end of the day, like we, you don't really have to fully separate them. Like there's times you have to have relationship only conversations, but your work affects your relationships, whatever your work is, whether it's a business together or you're working as a nurse. So the idea that these live in different buckets is actually, I think a cultural lie because life is lived. Your faith integrates in every area of your life, your business, your work, your career, your marriage, like all those things are kind of part of what make up your life and they directly Mm -hmm. impact one another. So don't feel that pressure that you must be like, Oh, this is like this. And this is that it's like when you are working toward common goals together in your careers, in your household finances, in your business and in your marriage or in your relationship, that itself it, it includes all these components. So don't feel like you have to like totally bucket everything and keep everything so separate that they somehow don't affect each other because they do. And I think expecting that they would separate only sets you up for like unmet expectations and yeah. frustration. So we'll leave it there. Sweet. <laughs> all right. That's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>